makes a man miss. Look out. He's electric. Goodbye. Welcome to Tigers and 20s Game Balls, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Listen in as we hand out game balls to the top performing athletes from the previous week and get their insight into the game. Now, let's get to the show. What's up, what's up, Go Tigers 247 fans? This is a brand new podcast called Game Balls where we hand out, Go Tigers 247 hands out game balls to players that um, from the from games from the previous week. And I'm excited, man, because not only do, are we handing out our first game ball to this young man, but we're also getting to speak to him for the first time since he joined the University of Memphis. And I'm talking about Jay Ducker, man. What's up, Jay? What up, what up? Man, how are you, my brother? Good. Just got done with practice. Just got done with practice, and you got class, right? Yeah, I won. At 1 o'clock. So I got to get you in and get you out. You got to, you got, yeah. not only you're an athlete, but you are a student athlete, right? Yeah, I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> you try to be. Listen, I feel you, man. I feel you. Well, listen, man, I want to say first off, welcome to Memphis. It's our first time to be able to talk to you. Welcome to Memphis, man. Glad to have you here. And I also wanted to say, congratulations, man. You have, you are the first recipient of a Go Tigers two four seven game ball, man. How do you feel? Uh, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I was excited about the game, and now I'm excited about this too. It's the things that come with it, I guess. Listen, man, you've had a you've had an interesting career so far, man. You were freshman of the year at Northern Illinois. You were um, ran for over a thousand yards. Had a had a fantastic season for them. I'm sure you got quite a few awards in high school, but. Man, how special is it that you are the first recipient of a game ball? Is this game ball going to go up on your your uh, trophy case, front and center trophy case? Yeah, actually, when they told me about it, I actually just bought a uh, stand for y'all, so I can, I got it ready. <laughs> I got you, man. I get the ball. I'm gonna go to Walmart today and get you a game ball, man. I don't I, I don't have a I'm gonna paint something on it. So, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been a little special with the win, but. It'll have to do, I guess. Yeah, we'll, I know. We'll, get, we'll have to get it right next time. I know, man. I know. Listen, we're going to talk about the game a little bit. Um, obviously, you had uh, you came on in the second half, had five carries, 63 yards, one touchdown. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The depth let, – let, let's let's go back just a little bit before we get to the game. And I wanted to, to ask you – something that was surprising for us is uh, in the media – you know, we haven't ha- really had a chance to see you at all during the offseason since, since you joined Memphis. Um, but during game week prior to Mississippi State game, the depth chart came out and your name was in the two deep. I think most of us were surprised because we hadn't seen you. Um, we weren't surprised because we everybody knows how talented you are. But how were you able to – I guess my first question for you is how were you able to – you know, not only recover from whatever was going on during the off season, but also at the same time learn a new playbook. And and in that, those two things gain the confidence of the coaches to be able to to say, "Yo, listen, Jay's that guy. We're putting him in the two deep. He's going to play." Uh, I think it kind of goes together. Like, well, first when I got hurt, uh, I obviously suck because you don't get the the physical reps, but it's a lot of mental reps you're going to get. And like the whole spring. I'm in the back of uh, the, the at practice. I'm in the back trying to make sure I just watch all the installs and watch the mental reps. So then once I finally got fall camp, then I kind of got physical. Like, you got to actually go through it. And then the more reps you get, I mean, the, the best thing to get coaches trust is consistency. Like, everyone, including, like, all of our backs are, like, really good. Like, 
So I'm knowing that, like, if you want to be up there, be able to play with everyone, you got to be as consistent as you can. And then with consistency, it comes coaches' trust. So, man, I think – so not only were we surprised to see you, I mean I, – I think everybody knew at some point during this season Jay is going to be a contributor on this team – um, I think a lot of us were like, maybe it's learning that playbook. Maybe it's getting some, getting acclimated to the situation. Um, but you came in in the second half, man, and your 50-yard touchdown run was the highlight of the, the game offensively, I think, for most of us because it was, you know, the opportunity to see you for the first time, you know, on the, on the field. Um, can you walk us through that play? Like, walk us – describe that play. Describe, you know, what you saw out there. Like, what the – not what the play call was, the alignments, anything like that. I don't want to get a phone call from Silverfield today. But yeah. <laughs> um, can you describe that play to us, what you saw? And, man, how did it feel to get your first touchdown for the Tigers? Uh, it, was, it was amazing, I'm not even going to lie. But uh, back to the play, it was it's just like I got in and then – well, I got in actually earlier like the third drive, but we actually went three and out and it was straight passes. So I didn't actually get a carry, but then I always say you kind of have to set your pads. And like after that, like I got a little pass protection in, got hit a little bit. And then after that, it was the pads were set. And then finally, when I got in the third half, uh, we had a little nice little first down by Caden, which kind of set it up. And then like a little check down by Caden. And then after that, they called a run play. And it was, we, we had it, we had a script that we knew this play was going to be a good one because of what they do with the safety. And uh, so then when I, when I ran it, I just saw it. Like, so once I got the ball, I, I took a couple steps and I saw just a seam down the middle. I'm like, and it was blocked perfectly. Like, I got to give props to my lineman. Like, you couldn't ask for a better, such a better blocking. And, like, especially for my first play, it's like first play, first carry, best blocks. It's like, it has to be true. I got I to gotta finish what, what, they, what the lineman gave me. And I ended up doing it. Absolutely, man. So I was just excited. And you saw me smack Javon him. I think. He wasn't like he started celebrating, but I was so happy. I just started smacking everybody. I was just, I was just geeked. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good moment, man. I I got a really good shot of it, good video of it, man. I'm gonna be posting it for you online soon. Um, but man, it was a, like I said, it was an absolutely phenomenal run. Um, and I think I think for a lot of Tiger fans, it's a, it's a it's a level of excitement that man, are we gonna be seeing this all year? Like this, if this is the Jay we get, the Jay Ducker we get this year, man. Like. You know, I know this. I know this Mississippi State game. There's a sour taste in y'all's mouth coming out of that weekend, man. It was just a rough game all the way through and through. Did it feel weird, like, you know, for the for the week prior? Everybody was talking about the potential rain and all that kind of stuff, man. You know, you it definitely felt like a momentum killer um, for the Tigers. You know, that two hour rain delay. Did it feel that way for y'all? Well, like, what were y'all talking about in the in the locker room? Like, how did y'all keep it hype? Uh, we just we just were being boys, and I think we just were so ready to play. I don't, I don't think it was momentum kill at all. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie to y'all because when we were in the locker room, we had music playing. It was just like a long, it was like a long warm up because we got out there. It's only about like we only played like a quarter, like half, like it was five minutes left the quarter. Right. So I mean, we just kind of got out there, and then they're kind of making a little run. So if anything, I think it might have helped us and like get everyone set up meetings and then after the meetings we just were playing music being boys and just making sure everyone's chill calm and collected how do you see listen man i'm 41 years old i know for me it takes me a good 30 minutes and to an hour to get warmed up to get my my old old muscles ready to ready to play a game like how do you stay loose in that situation like if i were to try to get back out there after a two-hour rain delay man like you'd be bringing me out in a wheelchair like how do you how do you stay <laughs> loose during that time no nah, i feel you but uh 
the the strength staff did a great job and like they were coming by every about 30 seconds, like almost not too much, but it was like every 30 seconds they asked me, you need drink, you need water, you need uh you need want me to help you stretch. We got bands, we got rollers, we got really anything we need in the locker room to stay loose. And then if you want, you can just do some high knees. We have some open rooms, do high knees. And then like they're kind of telling us to chill for a little bit because like we knew it was gonna be a little long. So at first we we're just chilling, just everyone just being boys. And then right when it got closer, that's when the band started coming out. Everyone started doing that. And then once we got on the field, we just had to do that little dynamic warm-up and we were ready to go. Man, so obviously the game didn't go the way the Tigers wanted it to. Um, but for you and and the rest of the running back room and the offense in particular, like what takeaways do you take out of this game to help you get ready for the rest of the year? Uh, just the second half, for sure. Just uh, first half, we just we just weren't like like Coach said, we weren't executing. Like the plays were there, we had chances. It's just like we weren't hitting on the dot, hitting our X and nose, we weren't executing. Second half came, and I, they whatever like my maybe my momentum maybe helped or something. But then everyone just started uh, just executing. Like I so I I started I guess we say the execution. And everyone said they were geek from that. Like when we talked at his team, and maybe that's what helped. But I think honestly. I think we just started executing way better after uh, the second half, so which is going to go into the Navy week, which which we talk about a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, y'all, y'all look at that second half and you say, man, the execution we had out there, the, the you know, the plays that we were making, um, man, that, that that's what we need to be concentrating on. I mean, you take that first half and you just kind of flush it, right? Like, you don't even, like, that's not something that you're, like, looking at going, man, we got to, you know, let's, let's dive deep nah, into that, I, man. I think it's just, like, any play, like if it, every every bad play, we're flushing. Like, so I don't think we were thinking about it after the first first half. We weren't thinking about the first half. Like what happened happened. It's the next play up, right? Type, type standard. So obviously, man, we got a lot of media in this in this town that loves to watch video, and most of us have never played the game of football before. Um, but we're experts, though. I'm telling you. Um, we have a, everybody has an idea of what your running style is. How would you describe it, man? Like, what kind of a running back are you? From from Jay Ducker, what kind of a running back is Jay Ducker? I would say a slasher. Like, I'm like, like I've seen the stories. Like, I'm not the fastest, and that's true. I may not be the fastest, but I'm fast now. Like, I got to get that that standard that standard dropped a little bit. Like, cause I just heard on the, like my parents time I come there, like, they kind of diss you a little bit. Like, they're calling you slow. Like, I ain't slow now. Like, I'm gonna hit like. I ain't no zero to hundred, but I'm a zero to ninety, zero to ninety-two. <laughs> and then uh, just, uh, I'll say smart runner. Uh, and then I like to just say I'm a product, like a, just a productive back. Like I just want to uh, make sure that I get. I basically do. I always tell Lyman like I can only do what y'all tell me to do. Like if, and then what y'all give me, I'm a, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm just gonna show you. I'm gonna do what y'all tell me I can do. Basically. Yeah, there ain't no way and you. And I'm gonna make somebody. There's no way you run for a thousand yards in one season and and be slow, right? Like you're not a slow guy. <laughs> no, I, that was the little model going out, so I had to make sure I had to correct that. Make sure that was the first thing. Hey, let's let's be real. The folks that are saying Jay Ducker slow are guys that. <laughs> never mind. I'll be quiet. Um, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no, we we love we love them. We love we love we love, we love our fans. We love any type of criticism. I mean. Criticism is only bad if you take it bad. Uh, man, I, I love that. Criticism is bad if you take it bad, man. Like it, that's the truth. Like, you know, I think I think most Memphis fans were, you know, there's a level of of questions that we had. You know, it, it was a it was a different off season, I think, for most because obviously you're bringing Seth back 
to the offense who had a fantastic freshman year uh, as a, as the quarterback last yeah. year. Um, introducing you to the team, um, a lot of young guys on the team. Um, we've never heard Silverfield this confident about a Tigers team in the offseason than he was about this team. Uh, you know, I think a lot of folks were surprised by the um, – you know, the way the game played out. But one of the things that he's talked about quite a bit over the last couple of days is, man, there is no lack of confidence in uh, – the players do not have a lack of confidence in, in in what you guys can do. That the the entire time of the game, even when things were going so badly, um, y'all didn't let go of that rope, man. Y'all kept that – you kept the, 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 the eyes on the prize and, and what you wanted to do. Is that true? Like, is that something that you've noticed about this team as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think everyone got just tremendous confidence, and I think that it's just about the fight. Not even like the fight. I think we just know that at any time, like no matter how much we're down, it's college football. Like we can get back, especially with our offense and our defense. We can get stops and we can get quick points. Like so, so we so the whole time is that we were never really too too uh, heartbroken because we always thought we could come back until it says zero zero. Absolutely, man. Triple zero. So, man, last question for you before you got to get to class, man. For Tiger fans that haven't heard a lot from you, haven't had a chance to talk to you, um, hear from you, or anything like that during this offseason, you have any words for Tigers fans going into this Navy weekend and and the rest of the year? Obviously, it's a conference opener. It's a huge game against Navy. Um, any words for Tiger fans that you want to you wanna share with them? Uh, we love y'all. We love our fans, and we love the support, and we're going to give you something to support about. We, we know uh, we dis- maybe disappointed y'all Mississippi State, but we're going to get all them little eeks out, and it's, it's on and cracking. That's what I was saying. I love on it. And I love it, man. Jay, listen, again, congratulations. The first ever recipient of a Go Tigers 247 game ball. Five, uh, five carries, uh, 63 yards, one touchdown, and I have a feeling many, 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 many more are coming. So I'm excited, man. Um, good to talk to you, brother. Have a good day. Have a good time at class. Thank you. Appreciate it. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's uh, first ever episode of Game Balls. Um, we are back from the break, and I am excited to be talking to, man, the OG in the middle, man, the, the OG on the defensive line, the guy, the the man who you got to know over the soft season in, our, in one of our awesome conversations we had. But he's going to get the game ball for the defensive side of the ball. It's Jalen Allen. What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? How's it going? Good to hear from you again, man. It's good to talk to you, man. Honestly, like you know, did a you know did a podcast with some of our guys a few weeks ago, and they asked me what was your favorite interview that you did, and 
I've mentioned a few a few like moments in other episodes, but in terms of like full on conversations, bro, like I was like running through walls after talking with you. So I'm excited that you are the first recipient of a Go Tigers two four seven game ball in our inaugural game ball episode. Yes, sir. I sure appreciate it. Been a long time since the summer, so you know we we got some work to do. We definitely got to pick it back up. But yeah, thank you for the game ball. First time, first week. First recipient, I feel good. Listen, man, but I do know this. I know I feel like I know you well enough to know that you would much rather have a win than a game yes. ball. Yes. Any day. Any day of the week. A uh, game ball, cool. You know, trust me, I, I put that with the rest of them. But that win against Mississippi State, oh, I would have died for that. <laughs> yeah, so – well, man, you gave it. I mean, you did. You did it as much as you could do. I think. I know that there's things that you've probably looked at in the game film this week that you say, "Man, I'm going to do this better. I need to fix this. I need to work through this." But, man, you finished the game with 12 tackles, five so five of them solo, one sack, and one tackle for loss. Man, how would you grade your individual game against Mississippi State? Honestly, kind of poor. I mean, I guess that's kind of normal, but. I always look at my mess-ups first. So I I see the 12 tackles, but I see the three missed tackles that I missed were the important tackles that I should have made. Like, I don't know if you see them, it was a swing pass, and me and Greg missed the tackle, and ESPN just kept going over it and over it. Oh, it was grinding my gears. I had uh, almost turned the whole game off. But, yeah, I definitely look at the missed tackles and know I got to improve on that. So, so – You've had a few days to decompress from the game. Obviously, y'all y'all's attention has turned to Navy um, this yep. Saturday, um, conference opener, um, early conference opener, which I think um, creates a little bit of of an edge to this game um, for you guys that it's a conference game. But you've had the chance to decompress, watch film, talk to your teammates and your coaches. How are you feeling overall right now in terms of? What y'all came away from the Mississippi State game, and now as you're looking towards the Navy game, how are you feeling overall? Honestly, I'm proud of the guys because even though we lost and it was bad, like we never broke apart, you know, and it's easy to break apart, especially in those type of games. So I'm glad, like, to the end, I heard people saying, you know, keep fighting, keep going. We still get sacks late in the quarter. We still trying to do some type of fight every. So I knew we was going to face some adversity for sure. I didn't think it was going to be that early, but, yeah, I knew it was going to face some adversity. This is Memphis at the end of the day. This is adversity city. So I knew it was going to face some adversity. But coming into Navy, I feel good. You know, going into Navy, you have to start early. So we started uh, camp. So we've been going over Navy for a while. So just coming into Navy this week, I feel good about them. I feel like I didn't watch Delaware against them. I kind of seen their fumbles and stuff like that. I'm gonna try to take an opportunity to take advantage of it for sure, for sure. Absolutely. There, they. I was talking to a, a Navy com- color commentator the other day, and he was like, "They're having issues with their mesh points." And I'm sitting there going, "Man, Jalen Allen seeing that and going, I'm gonna get that ball too. That's what I'm gonna do." Yes, I'm looking real hungry for that ball coming up. Absolutely, man. So, how do you? 
What do you attribute the – you know, Silverfield has talked about it a few times over the last couple of – he talked about it in post game and in yesterday's press conference. He talked about the fact that one of the things he's most proud of is that the guys didn't let go of the rope, that they stayed tight, that, the, that you guys stayed tight on the field, that even on the sidelines, man, when things were going really bad, um, you guys stayed together. What do you attribute that to? Is that a culture thing or is that – like what do you attribute the guys not breaking apart? I feel like uh, – I don't know. This may be <clears> – this <throat> might be me because I'm a little bit older, but I feel like I got a lot closer to the guys around me. So we kind of – we're brothers now instead of just teammates. So it was easy for them to say, hey, Jay, pick it up. Keep going, even though it's, you know, whatever, whatever. Pick it up. Keep going. Because you playing for me. I'm playing for you. We're not just playing to just play anymore. I'm playing for you to make sure, you know, you don't get hurt. And I'm playing for you to make sure you don't get hurt. So I feel like that definitely that brotherhood and just knowing each other, knowing each other's personality and stuff like that, knowing who kind of, I'm not going to say give in quicker, but who kind of let it go quicker. So we kind of feeding off each other's energy, even late in the game. So I feel like that, yeah, that definitely. So obviously you you guys have like I said you've watched film you've been able to you know draw some some teach, teachable moments out of that Mississippi State game. So what are some of the areas that 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 you and the the uh, you know Quindell, um, uh, Wardalis, you know even the coaches as well? What have you guys you know taken from? Like what are some areas that you guys are saying, man? These are things that we can immediately improve, and we'll see. Um, a change in how our defense plays on Saturday? Uh, missed opportunities and tackles, definitely. If if not, tackles first, then missed opportunities. What do you mean by missed opportunities? Missed opportunities, just like, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was a screen. And it took like three, four guys to finally pick it up. Like we should have picked it up and immediately been gone. It was, uh, it was two of them. Two of them, I believe, and a right. drop interception. And in the that would, have been a, that would have been a pick six. Would have been a pick six. Mm -hmm. Literally. Red zone, where they were coming in, they had two flags against us, and then we had a chance to get another pick. So it's like, we, we got to capitalize on those opportunities. They could have changed the whole momentum. Golf is going, you know, stuff like this. So we definitely got to capitalize. And tackling, you know why I say tackling. So. Well, let me ask you this, man. As somebody who's – I played football in seventh grade. So I, I'm not a football guy. Like I, I, you know, never had to tackle out, you know, what is it? I mean, tackling seems like the most, it's the most basic fundamental thing that a defender has to do. Yeah. What did you see on the film and even out there in the game? Like what, what was it? What, why were there so many missed tackles? I don't know. I know we have a cold in the defensive room. It is literally, stress-free tackling. You have to tackle to your leverage. So I just feel like we got out of the leverage a lot. And that's uncharacteristic for us. We have to stay in our leverage and trust the techniques that we're uh, you know, used to. If your technique is every time you got to shoot the ball you know, right and then you shoot it left, you're not you're gonna, using You're going to miss. You're going to miss, of course. So you can't blame anybody but you for missing your technique, missing your shot. You ain't using technique. For us laymen that don't understand leverage when it comes to tackling, what does it mean to stay in your leverage while you're tackling? Like, what does it mean to and, – and what does it mean to be out of your leverage? So, staying in your leverage is you never want the ball to cross your face. 
So if the ball is on my right side, I want to keep it on my right side. And if it crosses my face, my left side, then I lost my leverage. So I, I want to keep the ball, you know, always in my leverage, depending on where I'm coming in. So if I'm coming in from the left and the ball is on the left, I want to keep it on my left. Coming in from the right, same thing. I just want to keep it on my right. So we was losing leverage when he was right down the middle of us or we coming in from a weird angle, stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, that seems – I mean, that idea, that concept of keeping your leverage seems to be vitally important to this Navy game. Vitally. vitally. So tell me, like – I mean, this – obviously, the, you know, Mississippi State runs an air raid offense. They they do a lot of a lot of dinking and dunking. You know, I know the Mississippi State beat writer was trying to tell me that Will Rogers is throwing the ball real deep now. He trusts his deep, deep throws, but I didn't see it. Like, he, he did a lot of – you know, dinking and dunking in that game against Memphis. Um, mm-hmm. But for this Navy game in particular, man, this this is a massively important game for your position, the defensive line, for the rush end. Like, this is a massively important game. How are – like, what is it – I know you guys have been working on this since offseason, you know, game planning for this triple, you know, triple option threat, you know, op- offense that they run. What are some of the things that you're saying – to the to the other guys like this is what we have to concentrate on for this week oh facts i always have if i'm having a week i'm always have something we need to focus on but this week is definitely discipline communication and doing our job definitely but this minute kind of doing your job is kind of the same thing but navy is is very important because you know navy navy run the same offense every day throughout the week so Discipline as Navy or more discipline than Navy, oh, they gonna cut it up us. So we definitely have to be disciplined, discipline and communication. So, yeah. so in a triple threat, in a triple threat offense, like they're gonna run, um, triple threat. That's it, that's a basketball term. In a triple read uh, offense that they're gonna run today, um, or on Saturday, when it comes to keeping your leverage, what does that look like for you? Well, it, it could be different. You know, depending on the play, depending on what happens. But just keeping your leverage, just knowing where the ball would be, because they only have certain so many certain amount of plays. Right. So if I'm going to keep my leverage on the quarterback or on the pitch or on the fullback, but that's also about discipline because, you know, this is a huge D-line game. So if the D-line do something wrong without their discipline, oh, it's over. So I'm just trying to focus on discipline and getting the details of, hey, just know the scout team running kind of slow, but in the game, it's going to be quick, quick, quick. And they're not slowing down. They're not getting tired. And they're not breaking their technique. So, As disciplined as they are, the defensive line and the defense in particular has to be as disciplined, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's the main point I'm trying to get across right there. Love it, man. So so – how do you how do you come away from a week? How do you as a, as a veteran on this team, how do you flush last Saturday to get ready? Like it as a layman, I'm sitting here going, man, I would be that'd be eat, eating me up for a couple yeah. of days. How do you let it go? How do you and uh, well, teach the other guys to let it go? Well, you when you play a lot of football, play any sport. The next game mentality, next play mentality. So I just been trying to push that, you know, just gotta leave it in the past. Hopefully they're not throwing as much, you know. <laughs> so we try to pass. 
it uh get ready for Navy. We kind of already been getting ready for Navy, like I said, since like camp. So we already know Navy and what they want to run against us. So we just gotta flush it, move past it one play at a time. All right, man. That's my last question for you. Any any message that you want to send to Tiger fans as they're listening to this podcast, this interview with you? Any message you want to send to them about about this upcoming game and the rest of the year? Don't give up. Don't give up with your Tigers. Just know we had a rough stuff, but ain't over. So just know we still got a long season. We need all our fans to still be with us. Thank you for listening to Tigers and 20s Game Balls. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in content all about the University of Memphis Tiger Athletics, hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Also, you can join our Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership. 